All right, we are here on the IHC podcast, here being wherever you can be to record digitally these days. Um, in the future, though, we are very excited to be um, up at camp, at least I am, and I wish I could say the same for a fellow uh, past coworker of mine, Liam. Liam is here um, for, for really informational and storytelling. Uh, I've asked Liam to come here because he is from Scotland. He uh, is, and as in not <laughs> in the past, he will always be Scottish, uh, as he'll probably tell you. Um, but he's done the travel thing. He's traveled for joy. He's uh, come to America for work. And and it's not an easy process. It's not an easy choice. So I wanted to you know speak with someone so that we could speak to the people out there that are, are asking those questions. Should I? you know, um, travel. But first and foremost, Liam, um, thanks for being with us here today. Hey, Mark. Good to reconnect. Um, looking forward to kind of chatting to you more about my camp experience uh, over the years with IHC. Just real quick, wanted to give a shout out to some of the things that IHC have been doing, which I've been following recently. Uh, I just read a, an article from the diversity team on Stop Asian Hate and the resources and things and staying current in the, the world these days. And it was insightful and informative. So great work by HC. So whoever was behind that, I wanted to give them a shout out. Uh, well, thank you. I mean, we have an amazing team um, and a team that Look, more so now than ever, um, IHC has really ramped up its its uh, just language, its its opportunities. Um, you know, we we can say things, we can try and do things, um, and try and impact people. And there's just so much out there. So uh, hopefully, it's uh, it's going to help. But it's also not the last, and it's not the only thing that we do talk about. So thanks for recognizing that, because uh, I know that means a lot to the people that are behind. All, all the positive things, because it's not always just about going down a water slide uh, or, or climbing to the top of a tower. I see definitely uh, means a lot more than that. So, um, well, thank you. Um, Liam, um, for those people who, who don't know uh, who you are or the experiences, let's just start with that sort of like the mini bio, you know, uh, one, where are you today? <laughs> and uh, what, what have, what roles have you had when you, when you did work at camp? Yeah, great question. So I'm currently working in Scotland and started my summer camp journey eight, eight years ago, seems like yesterday. And one of my friends from the UK went to a summer camp the year before, did it, loved it, came back, wouldn't stop talking about it. And suddenly I was like, they just painted this big picture in my mind, like, oh, that seems like a cool experience. Uh, I should get out there and go do it as much as possible. So I looked at it and I, I saw that people were looking for tennis coaches and I played tennis and I was like, this is a great opportunity between my years in, in college and school to, to go out and experience like something incredible. So that's where I, I went and did it. Did two years as a tennis coach. The classic said I was only going to do one summer and then loved it. So went back and uh, after I stopped doing the tennis coaching a little bit, I realized that there was more opportunities in summer camp that I didn't know existed. Uh, my background was film production, photography, creative media and design. And I realized that camp offers all these things as well. So I went back and, and actually transitioned my role and was more of a, a kind of real world experience for me because that was then what I did outside of the camp world as well. So it is funny that I started doing my passion of tennis and then it transitioned into something which was more of a full time job uh, for me. 
Fantastic. And when you, when people say that, I love how you, you tie that, that the real world, um, you know, would you define that for me? Um, because, you know, I've worked and, and I, I know I've worked with you in the past. It, it is real to us, but it's because of what we get to do, it seems unreal at times. So how would you define the difference between real world and what makes camp unreal? Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's there's like a classic saying, which is living ten for two. And I think if you're if you're a young person looking to experience like summer camp um, for the first few years, like that is what it is. You go for a few months and you really enjoy yourself, and then you come out of this camp bubble of positivity, and it's amazing, and there's always something new. And you go back into as you would say the real world that might be school for people, it might be like their next career job and you kind of move on to some extent. Uh, so that well, that's what I mean by the, the real world. But like what really opened, I was fortunate and lucky in a way that the opportunity for summer camp became a, a sort of real full-time job for me, which I did in the past with IHC and absolutely loved it. I didn't even know when I first applied that those positions existed. I genuinely thought it was like two camp directors owned the camp and they just hired people from around the world to come for two months and nothing happened in between. Uh, I soon learned that that's not the case and it's a, there's full-time opportunities in there. And yeah. I was lucky enough to do one that I was passionate about for a while as well. So uh, it's amazing to have both, both chances. Agree. Agree. Yeah. And I, I think that's real. And I love how you say that is that the real world does consist of, of year round seasonal internships, lo lots of different opportunities, but to get there, um, there's a process, um, even as an international staff member, um, you know, sometimes the perception, and uh, I'll be interviewing, you know, potential staff and they'll be like, oh, cool. So can I just, you know, uh, fly on over and, you know, jump on a plane? And I, I'm like, I wish you could. However, we have borders still, even though there's this global community, <laughs> this global world. Oh, my friend told me about it. So I, I want to come. I've never gone through the process. I only can empathize and sympathize. However, it sounds like, you know, um, when we talked just briefly before that the process was was tough, but manageable because of the sport you had. Can you maybe tell me a little bit about that so that people who are thinking about this understand that, um, you know, it's a process, but persistence and the right team, you know, can make it happen for you? Yeah, absolutely. So when I first like, looked to, to come to summer camp, I was like, what do I do? Like, how do I go about this? Like, you always kind of have those those ideas that America's tough, tough on uh, tough on letting people into their country. But realistically, like uh, my friend told me about this agency called Camp Leaders. I applied for them. They were like, what are your skills? What are your passions? I told them. They were like, yeah, no problem. We'll, we'll take care of you. So um, essentially, as I went along, I realized that there was an agency to sponsor my visa, help me with travel, help me with all these other things. And you just kind of make sure that you're filling out the paperwork as you go. And it, it's really quite an easy process when you looking back on it. Uh, it's it doesn't take too long and there's someone to help you every step of the way. Fantastic. Now, that process, that's the paperwork. That's like, OK, I can check this box. I can fill out this email, do this. The, sometimes the mental part for staff, even here in the US, the domestic concept. Wait, I'm going somewhere. I've never been before. I'm a Californian and I'm going to the Northeast. I'm from Scotland and I'm going to America. I'm, you know, there are preconceived notions, biases, stereotypes. Um, you know, are you comfortable sharing like what your preconceived ideas 
of America or even this camp experience? And then did we shatter that, you know, uh, when you, when you showed up or were there some things where you're like, holy cow, I expected this. And then this, maybe tell me a little story on that line. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I was lucky enough to actually travel to America before camp for family holidays and short trips and even, even some, some other experiences. So I, I kind of thought I knew America, but it's not really until you go there and you spend sort of two to three months of absorbing the culture and the experiences that you really build that bigger picture, especially because you're a little bit older as well. It's always a little bit daunting, even if you're an American, even if you're an international staff member, you're going to a place that you've, you've never been before. You're going to be around people that you've never been before, but you got to trust the process. And that's all part of the experience is you're throwing yourself into to something that you're you're positive, that it's going to be incredible and, and life changing. And it's so short as well. Like if you think about it, two or three months of working somewhere or traveling or going somewhere in the grand scheme of life is is such a short period of time. But like it, I found, I found the whole place like just a, an absolute thrilling roller coaster ride. Like you arrive in a, like a crazy airport, like an American airport. Like I flew into JFK, and I was like, "Wow! Look at all these taxis! Look at all these people! Like there's movement. It's loud." Uh, back back when I first came, like I spent a couple of days in New York before I came, and you're walking down Fifth Avenue, Times Square. Like you're you're in like this hostel hotel with with new camp counselors that you're meeting that are going to work at the same camp as you and other camps. Like there's just like this hub that there's so many people there in the same situation as you that you just kind of feel as though you're, you're always bouncing off and it's exciting and it's, it's thrilling. And then you get to camp and suddenly it's, it's just a whole new like kind of hub of people that you're, you're working with and meeting and going. So it's, it's exciting. And anything which I had in my mind beforehand was, was definitely like a million times better in the real life experience. Yeah. Um, you know, as we talk about this, fear is one thing, you know, courage is calculating and um, addressing that fear in an appropriate way. And, you know, I think to be a summer camp counselor, to, to go anywhere that you haven't been, it takes some courage. Um, and then, but taking that step also can change you, you know, it can challenge you. It can, uh, push those comfort zones. And, and funny enough, I was just reading a, a book about attributes. It can give you a little dopamine and you can be like, oh, wait, I, I did, I, I did survive and, and having the right support network. Um, you know, uh, did you feel, um, you know, as part of that, you made it through that season is at the start, was there adequate, um, orientation support did did you feel included or was there exclusion you know um yeah we'll start with there at the beginning like never i i describe myself as an introvert and camp you might feel as though you need to be like an extroverted person like when you see the images when you see all this thing going on you might be like oh you need to be like the most outgoing colorful bright person ever you don't really uh, like there's there's so many staff members and there's orientation and sessions and people that are, like just connect with you like people that you don't even know will say hi give you a high five a hug welcome you to a team like welcome you to an activity like you never feel as though you're going to be excluded from anything um at, at any time like you can you can just join in on anything like even, like say there's a basketball game going and you don't even play basketball you're still welcome to join that team is is that sort of yeah. like inclusive environment that regardless of of how outgoing or introverted you are or things like that like you're gonna have a place i love it i'm so glad you say that because i i 
am so honest with anyone I interview and say, look, be open-minded, challenge yourself, you know, to hear you say that just reiterates, you know, what we create um, at this, at our camp and camps across America. You know, I, the whole concept of camp is to get people outdoors, get people mingling, have building those relationships. So relationships being that key word and you've met staff and you've, um, camp's over, right? You said it's, it's literally 10 weeks, um, maybe even shorter for some people, you know, the kids are, uh, our kids are only there for seven weeks. It's a, a small time. Uh, at camp ends, what do you do then? Or what have you done? Cause I think that's the other draw is like, I want to work with kids. I want to build relationships, but I want to see America. Are there some highlights sometimes where you said, I'm so glad I did this. And then after camp, I, this is one of the biggest moments or the highlights I had an opportunity to do. Oh, absolutely. Like, so real quick, like when I first arrived in America, and as I said, like I got on this bus to camp and I was sharing it with like people that I didn't know. And there was a few people, like you're obviously people watching and you're doing things in the bus. I'm like, oh, I feel like I connect with this person. I feel like I wouldn't connect with that one. Someone which I thought I wouldn't connect that well with initially, I ended up being in a bunk with. He's now one of my best friends eight years later. Like we we chat every month and stuff. Like I never would have thought off the cuff that this would, this would be like my best friend from camp. And people like that, like I ended up traveling all across America with this person after camp and stuff as well. Like uh, over the course of the two years, the first year I went on the East Coast, uh, like New York, Boston, Washington. I even went up through Canada to Toronto and, and Montreal. And it was just like this crazy two week road trip. And then part of the, the experience was like when I came back, I was like, well, what's on the West Coast? <laughs> so. <laughs> got on a plane flew to vegas rented a car and drove up through the yosemite national parks san francisco down highway one to to la and san diego and then back to zion national park and things like it was just like the 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 whole experience encompasses more than just like oh you're working with kids oh for the summer or you're doing this job for the summer it is a huge opportunity to just go see the world and meet new people wow uh, yeah, and and I think that's a key point, though, is also on the reciprocal end of that is I know that I traveled uh, to the UK after my first years. I've traveled to Australia. <clears throat> so even as the American staff that listen to this podcast, we truly become more global. Um, we want this world to be a better place. You started, you know, uh, you know, giving us a shout out for you know, what our media, uh, our, our DEI team, diversity, equity, inclusion team does. It's really the, the IHC leadership and our staff continue. So it's not just one person, it's really Camp IHC. So what do you think is the, I don't know how you say it, like the the soul, you know, when you, when you think Camp IHC, it's coming from somewhere. It's coming from deep. So you said you you felt this and in this energy. Is it just staff? Is it is it the vibe? Is it the language? Can, can you wrap it up into a a perfect little sentence? You know, or or three um, to say what is it about this place that even now, Liam, we still stay connected. Um, you stay connected with your friend from you know the original camp experience. Like um, we want to be better versions of ourselves. Yeah, I think it's kind of easy to sum up really. I would say it's it's culture. Like you come in and it's you're you're part of this culture, a community that that as I say welcomes you and you just have this incredible summer experience with and it's it's everything. It encompasses the people, the place, the culture, all of it. 
So suddenly, like when you leave camp and whether you go back summer after summer or you move on to the next thing in life, you're still part of that community. Like it never really leaves you. It never really goes. And take IHC, IHC, for example, there's 450 staff from around the world every single summer. So if you're making friends with them, you can go anywhere in the world and know that there's a staff member that worked from IHC that you've probably worked alongside that would let you stay at their house if you were traveling, would go out for a meal with you. Like it, it's a global community. It's so awesome. I, I think that's how I would sum it up. Just being like, I have friends all around the world. And the sad thing is a lot of us have moved on from that those small summers at camp and you cherish those experiences. And I think that's why it's so special is because you know that those people are never all gonna be in the same place at the same time. But then suddenly there'll be like weddings or like reunions in different countries in Europe or, or elsewhere. And these people will just all go. It's, it's, it's amazing and to see. Many reunions occur. On, many on reunions occur, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. So tie this now is that's the staff piece of it. Um, you know, I think back to summer and, and I truly believe that all camp counselors uh, you know, are, are educators. Um, we are in this experiential education, whether you're basketball, creative arts, outdoor adventure, you know, on the bunk line as a support member, we're constantly modeling um, and interacting with the youth, you know, future leaders of America. We are the current leaders, they're the future leaders, that perception. I mean, are there some moments where you said, you know, I made this connection and that was that moment. That was that click moment. Cause I, you know, I definitely have moments in my, my career where I'm like, that's why we do what we do. You know, the relationships are fantastic, but to be able to make a difference in a kid's life, you know, do any of those stand out for you? Yeah. I can think of two examples off the top of my head of kind of like moments where I was like, wow, made a difference. My first summer again, as a tennis coach, like um, I was busy coaching all day and I lived with kids that, different to the camp counselors who spend kind of every minute of the day kind of working and having fun with the kids. Uh, I didn't get to see mine as much during the regular hours. So I came back one day and we ended up going on this trip to a theme park and it was really cool. I was like, cool, I'm a tennis coach, but I get to go to a theme park. And, roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm getting paid for it. This is awesome. Yeah. And there was a kid in the group that, that just didn't want to ride one of the the things he said he'd wanted to do it for like th two or three summers and he'd never worked up the courage to go on it and i've never really seen myself as a role model for kids <laughs> in that sense but had this amazing conversation with this kid and then suddenly he was ready to go for it so we went on together he was writing these letters on to his parents his parents came on visiting day and they're like wow my kid won't stop telling me about like how he rode the sasquatch roller coaster like <laughs> is he was so proud of it and his face was beaming and i was like wow i made that happen um, and then the second one, which I remember is, uh, we had a, a day where like the kids were feeling a bit down, you know, like they were tired in the summer and we're like, right, how do we get this motivation up? So our bunk theme was pirates. We were the pirates on camp and we had this like special day and we ended up taking these kids on like this massive, like pirate treasure hunt. We all dressed up uh, as pirates. Amazing. Like yeah. we, we spoke to the staff, we got all the canoes on camp. We dressed them up as pirate ships. We took them onto the lake. And we had this massive water fight between like the bunks and stuff and kids were throwing water balloons and water guns. And like at the end of the day, like what started off as like a, a more challenging day turned into like this serious, awesome experience for them. And now that this is eight years ago, like yeah. these kids are now grown up, they're in college and stuff. And when I still catch up with them, they're like, oh, remember that day we were, we had the pirate fight and stuff. So 
it's those moments where like I was I was a pirate for a day. I was 21. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're 21, you were a tennis instructor was, and but the pirate day stand, stands out. That serendipitous yeah. moment where you're like I, and I love that you said the energy was low and as the staff member, you know, there's choices. You could say, "All right, we're, I'm just going to be low with the kids or I'm going to dig deep get some of that grit, get some of that perseverance, uh, even tenacity and say, how can I make this day even more special and tied into that? And uh, again, going back to that real world, um, it is the real world. That's just such a fantastic real world that you as a tennis instructor get to play the pirate, <laughs> you know? Um, you get to go to the dance party. Uh, yes, there is this typical day. And at no point did you say like, oh, I remember coaching tennis every day, right? You know, you know like that's, you know, that's just the job, right? You know, the, the role and, and the opportunity, what I'm hearing, Liam, is those relationships. It's the, the kid relationships. It's the staff, coworker relationships and those memories that you create so that when you go back home, home's still great. You live in a beautiful place in, in Scotland. There's lots of things to do, but you got to experience, it sounds like, a different place in a different way. Yeah, and there's there's one thing that also like kind of stands out to me after these experiences. My first few years of camp, like you would come home, and there's a, a term, another term apart from living ten for two called the post camp blues, where it like hits you like a month after camp, and suddenly you're just like, oh, I'm ready to go back. Like you're looking at the pictures on the website, you're like trying to call up friends, and you're like suddenly you're like you're working different jobs, you're doing these different things, and you're like, oh, like, like I have the blues. I want to be back at camp. This is weird. So like it's very much like uh, I think that that kind of is a testament to the experience itself that it has those impacts on you further down the line. Fantastic. Well, Liam, as we wrap up, you know this this conversation, we could talk for hours at these, but we also want to keep people's attention, you know, rolling, <laughs> which I'm sure we are. Um, advice for anyone that's um, nervous, uh, feeling the fear, um, recommendation, you know, to sort of say for those who you know, even those who are like, I want to do this, not sure how, you know, not sure I can. Yeah, I mean, the first thing to do is, is to take yourself out of your comfort zone. I think that that's the, the challenging thing to do when you're young is you have, this is the time to do it. You have the opportunity. If you know you're, you've got summer to spare, then what's stopping you? And if you're nervous, that's completely fine. There's people that will help you along the way. There's camps that will will speak to you. There's agencies that will speak to you. There's a community of people that will speak to you. Everyone knows someone that's done summer camp. And it's. I think you have to go pretty far to find someone that's done it and would tell you not to go. I, I think that that says it all. I, like, agreed, agreed. And there's a summer camp for everyone. You know, Camp IT is one camp with very particular traits, which if you haven't checked us out, look at us online, it, that's us. There's special needs camps, there's day camps, there's one week camps. We happen to be a residential co-ed, there's single genders. Like, so even if you're like, oh, I'm not, not sure, maybe you want a smaller, like do the research, right? Just, you know, I would also say that is check out the camps, uh, see what they're doing, ask the questions. Um, don't be afraid to ask questions, right? Um, but I love how you said it, take the leap, right? Take the leap. If you have the ability, at, get on the plane and come to the States and see that we're more than just what's on the news, you know, um, you know, kind of, and we're not just a movie. And, and in truth, Mark, like I, I'm glad I, I took the leap because one of the things I, I haven't mentioned, but I, I should is 
camp opens doors like i as i said like somewhere in like ihc with over 400 staff is that's networks that's communities that's connections there's job experience opportunities like people i know have come to camp and because of camp have landed their dream job further down the line it's been that journey like for me i came as a tennis coach transitioned to into like the sort of creative media side of things I had that on my CV and then that opened doors for future marketing jobs. And then those those marketing jobs, thanks to camp, then led me back to a full-time job at camp further down the line. It's, you know, like I went full circle, which was amazing, but yeah. that is the truth of it. Like you come for one summer and nine weeks and it, it could be one of those decisions that changes your life. Amazing. Well said. Well said, Liam. I mean, that's, that's, if you can't say anything better about that experience than is that it truly is going to make you uh, a better version of yourself and give you opportunities as long as you buy into that process and, and challenge yourself. So, well, Liam, thank you so much. I know, uh, you know, I, I don't even know what time it is over there. I'm sure you're about, you know, <laughs> five, seven hours earlier, but the, the light's still shining. So that's good. But I appreciate you joining us here on the IT podcast today. Uh, I appreciate your time, Mark. And uh, as I say, like anyone out there, like take that leap. You'll never, you'll never regret it. Awesome. So. Th thanks, Liam.